I'm Anna Pringle, and this is the Climate Alarm Clock podcast. Throughout this season, we've been looking at how different people and groups are taking action to tackle climate change in creative and unique ways. For our final item this week, we're returning to the theme of connection. In particular, we're talking about connecting Cabra. I caught up with Katrina Kenny to find out about her own journey to climate and community action and how that's now part of the great work being done by the Connecting Cabra organisation as they work towards becoming a sustainable energy community. Katrina has lots of practical examples and ideas for us all. I asked Katrina to start us off by telling us a little bit about herself and about Cabra. Okay, uh, well, I'm my name's Katrina, as you said, and um, I'm a mother of four living in Cabra and live with my four children and my four pets and my husband in a in a lovely ex-council house uh, in Cabra. Very lucky to live here with a small back garden that we grow lots of veg in. And I suppose having having children was a big turning point for me regarding climate change, because with each child, the problem seemed to be, I suppose, more real to me. And I also started to feel a strong sense of guilt and I was looking for something to allay that guilt. So, I mean, I was beating myself up for a number of years thinking, you know, we need to use cloth nappies. We need to do, you know, we, you know, I can't have a car. I can't have. And it was all based in kind of negativity. It wasn't, it wasn't in a, I wasn't in a very hopeful place at all. And actually I was in a really, really low place when I signed up to do a master's in climate change in DCU. And I suppose that didn't particularly help and uh, give me hope at the beginning. <laughs> uh, I learned a lot of the kind of hard, uh, hard hitting science and the not quite caught up yet policy. And uh, I still needed that hope. And with my children, we would do things like have beach cleans and, uh, as I say, grow vegetables in our garden, get to know our neighbours, plant bee friendly flowers in our front garden and give away bulbs and stuff like that. But I still wanted, yeah, I was looking for something else to do. And um, a neighbour got got in touch with me and said that they were starting up this sustainable energy community. And I was right up my alley and something kind of local and hopeful. Um, so I jumped at the chance to, to join. So just give us a little bit of a flavour for where Cabra is and what kind of area is it? Cabra is on the north side of Dublin, uh, very close to the city centre, very close to the Phoenix Park. Um, there's, it was set up, um, now I'm not an expert on housing, but it was set up, I think, to have a village feel, um, with all kind of amenities, schools, churches, even the way that it's planned is all kind of circular and, uh, all the roads connect to one another. And then there's, there's, there's mixed tenure. There's kind of bigger houses along some of the roads and, uh, some ex-council houses, some, um affordable houses now we have lots of apartments being built so it's a quite a diverse place a vibrant place to live and it does have a village feel it still maintains that village feel despite the fact that it's so close to the city center um and yeah as i say i feel very lucky to live here because everything in my opinion is on our doorstep except the the sea i suppose uh, so you got that call from your neighbors or you got the you had that chat with your neighbors about the sustainable energy community and so what is it? So a sustainable energy community is, it's a preset idea that, that SEIA came out with. And there's over 500 sustainable energy communities in Ireland. Some of them are not place-based. They're like 
community-based. They could be a university, could be a sustainable energy community. How you set up, you apply for grants to do an energy master plan for your community. So we received 20,000 euro worth of funding to undertake an energy master plan for CABRA, which has begun, which is very exciting. But as well as that, when we, when we met, when we started meeting last April, we realised that we were all from different backgrounds with different niche areas of interest. So there's people that were more interested in growing your own food, somebody who was very interested in actual transport, fuel poverty. So we decided to not just focus on energy, obviously for the purpose of the energy master plan, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at where Cabra could lower emissions from an energy perspective, how we could make houses warmer and more comfortable for Cabra residents and, and, and lower emissions uh, on a national level. But we recognise the interconnectedness of the issue of climate change. So we look at areas like fuel poverty, active transport, accessibility and mobility biodiversity and green spaces and the circular economy. So we have all these kind of little bits and pieces going at the moment um, and which which I find really, really interesting. So anybody can get involved in any of those areas. And we're even looking for where, you know, where else does this intersect? Because the climate crisis is such a huge existential crisis that if you can pick the little pocket that you know that you're able to identify with and 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 do your bit that that's so much easier than looking at this big scary picture if you can say okay I I I know I can dig holes to plant trees or I know that I can talk to people about retrofitting or I know you know that's you can find your place amongst the solution. That's fantastic Katrina and that's exactly our sort of philosophy, I think, on the podcast as well, is if you can find something to do, it will have a positive knock-on effect around you. And so as you said, you started thinking about sustainable energy and then you realised all of the connected things. And the name Connecting Cabra is a great name for it as well. We've gotten going with a load of different uh, projects. So we have our energy master plan. Uh, so that's, you know, we have our energy consultant and they'll start looking at you know, the energy footprint of Cabra and where we can reduce it and, and what what community spaces would be best placed to retrofit and all that sort of stuff. So that's that's going on at the moment. So that so sorry, the funding came from SEAI for that, uh, which is the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland. And so that funding then goes to get a professional who knows what they're doing. So you don't have to do that plan yourself. We, have, we do have a, a place, though, in in that we we are the connection between the energy consultants and the community. So, you know, we'll, we, we have been looking at the community as a whole and seeing where that money will be best placed, you know, where where the research needs to go, I suppose. And we, you know, we'll be the, the point of contact for, for groups and say the GAA club or the local pub or whatever, whatever areas that we're going to be we're going to be focusing on. So that's an ongoing project. As well as that, we recently got funding from the Community Foundation to, to undertake a biodiversity master plan. So we'll be hiring an ecologist to look at mapping the biodiversity in Cabra and seeing where we can enhance it. So that's really exciting. That is exciting. And Cabra would not be an area I would automatically associate with biodiversity. But there are pockets of it. And we do have, Cabra is very lucky in regards to the gardens that we have. 
And I suppose that ties into a project that's uh, happening this weekend. We did a pilot scheme for giving away uh, free fruit trees. So in my pre-Connecting Cabra, in my mind, that the gardens of Cabra are well suited, particularly where I live, the ex-council houses, well suited to growing your own food. And the idea of neighbours growing food and sharing food and doing crop rotation, that really excited me. So this is this is our first kind of foray into it, um, even though some of the committee members have been sharing their the food that they grew last year uh this would be on a on a wider level so it's a pilot scheme we don't have that many trees we had a huge response a huge response from people wanting to plant trees fantastic fantastic so people will be coming to collect their trees tomorrow and um i'm very excited about that and we hope that that people who plant their trees in their cabra gardens will keep us posted on how they're growing and eventually those that fruit could be shared and jams could be made and you know it that 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 really excites me so that'll actually it'll be in a cabra orchard except in different gardens yeah brilliant but i look forward to sampling some of those apples and plums whenever they're ready so um cabra jam a cabra, cabra jam you could be onto something there we're very lucky to have contacts over in crumlin um this is the thing about community climate action you end up meeting amazing individuals and wonderful groups that are all doing similar things and the thing about kind of community level action is that everyone's really nice and sharing information and helping one another out so blooming crumlin they did a pilot last year i think and it's but i think they're giving away 1200 trees tomorrow uh so they're they really scaled it up so they've been really helpful to us in kind of how to manage it and and giving us tips on planting and videos and stuff like that. So, you know, that, that's another great benefit to this kind of community work is that it's, it, you know, it's the people you meet. It's fantastic. And everybody has the goal of just making where you live that bit better and that bit nicer. You know, Hopefully lowering emissions and and benefiting the planet as a whole. Like this is this is the thing. It, it all it's so connected and I know I'm, that word has been used over and over again, but it's true. You can't get away from that. If we're looking at our community and thinking we want to enhance it, enhance green space and increase biodiversity whilst also developing, you know, focusing on community development and spaces for, for residents to sit and share food and share conversations and relax during the day. So a, a community where you know, there's benches and trees and plants and food growing. That, uh, you know, that's not radical climate action. That's something that that's really simple but effective to to build a resilient kind of together community. And that's I I think the vision that we all have in connecting Cabra that Cabra, you know, emissions will will lower, but Cabra will become a much more enhanced place to live. Even even the idea of we did a, a walking and cycling survey. OK, so that we had a huge amount of respondents to that. We did a, a survey on how people felt about traveling around Cabra by bike or uh, on foot. And that that the survey results ended up being compiled and we did a presentation to Dublin City Council, to the local area committee. And that was compiled into a report. And we're hoping that that will that report is going to be used for uh, upcoming measures around cycle lanes and footpath widening and all that sort of, and actually already, I one of the one of the recommendations in the report has been implemented. In that we have now 
a small section of protected cycle lane up the uh, off the Cabra Road. So that's that's exciting. It's great to see little bits of progress like that. I mean, one of the things that strikes me listening to you is that the things you're doing in a way bring back, bring, are going backwards in a way, in a good way, I mean, back to a sense of community that stops and talks to each other and is a more human-centred you know, you know, it's and when and when places like Cabra were originally built, they brought people out of tenements to places like Cabra and Finglas and Ballyfermot and whatever. And the reason they have big gardens was to allow people to to grow food. Um, you know, and so it's really fascinating to hear that what you're doing is in some ways bring it back to the original intent for those areas. And 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 that like that, and it's not going backwards in a negative way it's going back to all the that you know the positive good things yeah that, yeah that enhanced this like all our gates in the back garden were were really low so that neighbors could communicate with each other that enha- that that encourages things like the sharing economy and the circular economy because we, if you if you have good relationships within your community you're less likely for everybody to need a lawnmower or everybody to need a drill, you'll speak to your neighbours and say, oh, I can I can lend you that or, you know, I can we can we can do that for you. Or so I just think it's beneficial all around. And on a personal level, the one thing about living so close to the centre and with the increase of cars on the road, a huge difference from my childhood to the childhood of my children is that my kids can't play outside on the road. It's not safe. You can't get a good game of football or kick the can or squares going because every few minutes there's a car passing by. And EVs are not going to solve that. We need a a a reduction in the number of cars on our road. And actually that ties into another project that's just about to start. Um, We've gotten a load of traffic uh, monitor sensors, which will be distributed in a number of cabra houses to, to count the, the traffic that's going by, to, com- to add to the kind of body of evidence that we have around uh, walking and cycling and traffic in, in Cabra, to see about speeds and, 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 and what roads are being used as a rat run and all that sort of stuff, uh, to see if there's anything that the council or local residents can do to make our streets safer so that, you know, everybody can get around, you know, so... It might seem like small climate actions, but all together they will add up and create. To, and when people see the benefit of climate action, like if you have you have a warmer house or uh, a nicer looking neighborhood or, uh, you know, cheaper food bills or whatever, because you're you're buying from your local grower or whatever. If you see those little benefits, it doesn't climate action doesn't have to be. Uh, communicated as punitive because that's often the narrative you know oh taxes oh they're taking away this that and the other the word enhancement comes to mind well yeah everything you're talking about even if you don't mention the word climate everything you're talking about improves your quality of life in your area so even if you don't care about climate there's a lot of really good things that are happening as a result of that so that, that's just great to hear um you mentioned earlier um other community organizations i think you mentioned the GAA um what what's the response been like from organizations in the community that are more established than than you guys are oh i mean really positive people are are very interested and we've had loads of meetings with local representatives and a number of different groups we did a fundraiser before Christmas. We uh, had a bookstall and 
um, part of the money that we made, about half of it we gave to the Caver Men's Shed. So we're, we're making these links within the community and, and hopefully other other people in the community will join us and it will, uh, I suppose, it'll turn the tide on, on climate action. That's that's what I hope. And I, I, and I am reluctant, to, hesitant to use that word sometimes. So sometimes we talk about the safety of our roads or the, you know, uh, to avoid using the, the the climate word. So you said that you're hoping that other people would join you. So, you know, if I wanted to get involved in connecting Cabra, say if I was a member of the local GAA club and I heard this, I thought, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. I mean, what do you, what could I do? I mean, what, what could somebody who wants to get involved do? And, and are you welcoming people to, to come along or, and how does that work? Absolutely. We would love more people to join. And, Everyone's from different backgrounds with different kind of time commitments. We meet every two weeks and there's various projects going on and people dip in and out of areas that they're interested in, but also areas that they, you know, can bring their own personal skill set to. Um, so people can get involved in the smallest or the largest of way that they feel that they can. You know, uh, we, you know, hopefully as we grow, we'll have events and tree planting and uh, maybe food swapping and working on different kind of projects. So the the list is endless for people to get involved from all different backgrounds. Um, and yeah, we absolutely encourage us to reach out to us on social media. If you Google Connecting Cabra, you'll find us. Now, so if I'm not in Cabra, but I'm in another area, whether it's in another part of Dublin, like I am, or another part of the country, I mean, what would you recommend if anybody wanted to try and do something similar? How would, how would I go about that? Or what would you recommend? Okay, so depending on the area that you live in, there might already be a sustainable energy community um, on your doorstep. So get involved if there is one. And if there's not, uh, look into setting one up. SEIA ha um, have instructions on their website on how to do so. And there's a mentoring program that uh, you'll be guided through the process. So that that was really helpful for us. Um, and, you know, we weren't left kind of wondering about grant applications and all that sort of stuff. We, we were helped in the process. I find my chat with Katrina very inspiring. She gives a really great feel for what Connecting Cabra is all about. So thank you for that, Katrina. That's it from the Climate Alarm Clock for this week. Please subscribe and review the podcast wherever you listen. And you can find us at Climate Alarm on Facebook and Insta and at the Climate Alarm on Twitter. Talk to you next week.